0: You know what the world needs is another special edition of something. We have a special edition. It's the special edition Mustang. It's the latest special edition. Okay. Hang on. Let me, can we okay. count them? Current Mustang has the EcoBoost, the oh. GT, the GT Premium, the well the, the bullet. The GT350. Bullet's gone. This replaces the bullet. I know. So, but I'm just saying. These yeah. are all the we have. The GT500 yeah. and now this. The GT350 and the R went away. And so we needed something to fill this bridge between the GT and the GT500, the Shelby. So here we are with a car that you can think of is everything like a GT350 except for the engine. Yeah, very similar, Almost all the parts. This yep. is a parts car. Ford has crib parts from just about every Mustang ever built, modern Mustang. The GT, I mean. the Bullet, the GT350, well, yes. the GT500. All of them have contributions into this, the Mach 1. The six-speed, if you get the six-speed manual transmission with this car, it's from the GT350. Uh-huh. If you get the splitter, the front splitter from the GT500, and let's see, the twin-disc clutch from the GT, and... A bunch of other stuff. Well, it's the GT engine. It's so 5.0. Well, yes, yeah, it's a, a tuned-up engine. The point is, does Ford need this Mustang? Besides bringing back the Mach 1 name, you'll see the lovely limited edition numbering. Yes. Somebody's going to get Ford? this press car, because that limited edition is going to be worth something. Okay, so we'll keep track of uh, chassis number 35 for the yes. Mach 1. If you buy chassis number 35 at Barrett-Jackson in 20 years, you got a press <laughs> yeah. car. I'm just telling you right. right now. you got our car. I think that... Ford is thinking about how to sell future Mustangs, right? Absolutely. How do you do that? Well, you ask the marketing department. and They say, "Let's bring the Mach One name back. We got, we haven't done that in 17 years. We have that registered. Let's bring it back. Nobody else could get it. May as well use it for something. I suppose. But you want to keep buyers interested in the Mustang. Uh-huh. How do you do that? Well, you got to keep refining. It. You got to keep pushing this forward. So- Stand by. to use one of my 10 gears right now oh yes i'm only in seventh well this i know there's other peripheral gears. cars well hang Ten. on hang on there's other peripheral cars that you know compete against this car but what is this car besides the special edition you can't afford the gt 500 and you can afford more than a gt is that that it that buyer specifically has been defined because apparently they want to spend I'd like to spend I'd like to buy a Mustang but I can't spend 100 grand. I'd like to spend 60. Can yeah. I spend 60 and you can't get the GT350 anymore which was supposed to be 60 was never 60 but this one 60. Yeah? It's powerful. It's fast. Mm-hmm. You'll spend most of your time below 4000 RPM because it just makes so much torque and it has 10 speeds and all it yeah. wants to be is in gear 10 and the top three are overdrive gears. This 10-speed transmission, huh. it works just fine. I just don't like it. I just don't like it. It it downshifts very aggressively. It upshifts half as aggressively as downshifting, which I find really odd. It listens to the paddles mostly. Sort of. But this car needs a six-speed. It it does. Just get the manual. I think it should only be offered in manual because if it's going to be a special edition, let's make it special for the owners. That's a good point. It's sort of like a rite of passage. You have to know manual transmission in order to buy this car. Mm. If you don't sorry it's not a volume leader it's not yeah. the, the car we're making the most money on anyway so who cares if you sell less yeah. You're well, go- Ford's going in a different direction anyway well, who cares well they're going to sell out of them whether it was all manual or not they'd still sell out of them yeah. we know they yeah, would of course yeah. it just would make it that much more interesting and special I think and forget about MPG because that's what the ten speed is trying to do, and it's irrelevant. Get to tenth gear as quick as you can. We have hosed through gasoline on this shoot. We've yeah. just we've practically been pulling a tanker rig behind us. We've gone through gas yeah, so much. <laughs> we keep getting out on one of us, after one of us drives and doing a fuel check. Like yeah, we're down another quarter. So the fact that it's ten speeds is useless for gas mileage. I know that's the reason why it's there. Yep. I know that when they ran the MPG cycle, I'm sure it was better quantifiably enough that we were able to check a box. And oh, yep. it's stupid. You have a V8. You have a V8. You're gonna burn gas. You have a Mustang Mach-E that's electric. Who cares? Let this burn gas. Just let it go. Yeah, I like that you can get after it though. This it's impressive. So well, it really does. I just and it's and it's fun to drive quickly. It that's is. the thing I like it about is. it. It's just it's enjoyable to drive yeah. quickly. And the, come on, the 5-liter V8 Rumble with a little more power than the GT, that's yeah. just pleasing. It this is. This is a very fun car to drive. I, it reminds me how much the current Mustang chassis is just well-sorted. It doesn't it is. have it is. the theater of the GT350, which we so like. That engine was so Total miraculous. Totally miraculous. Total. Really, really fun to drive that car just because of its voice and the personality of the flat-plane crank. Yeah. yeah. So that was something that I really do miss here. But what I'm most surprised by is that here comes this without that engine, mm-hmm. and it's essentially the same price as the GT350 was. Not the R. Yeah. yeah. But it's the same price as the 350, and I'm, that really does surprise me. Granted, this is this starts at like 52 grand, but this one, as we have spec, is 60. Yes, we don't have the handling package on this either, which pretty much is spoilers and wheel and tire package. Uh You already get the Brembo front calipers, and you get this lovely engine, spec it with the six-speed, and the adaptive suspension. That's the main thing you're getting, and that's the best part of this car, I think. That's on here. Weather closure of this car through corners. You would almost think the handling pack would add that, but that's on here without the handling pack. you just get it as part of the Mach 1. Ford's very excited about these weird basket weave bird nest wheels that are a half inch wider, but a couple pounds lighter each. Now, that's significant. I'm sure that changes the handling. I get it. But uh, I want this to be more special to match the price. But at the same time, I can't deny the fact that this is genuinely fun to drive. And it just, again, proves to me what the Mustang is good at right now, except for that oh, I don't like the auto. I want a, I want a six-speed on this it, in a big way. It prevents you from liking the car. It really does. It, it certainly holds me back a bit. And here's the thing. When you get the six-speed with this, it's the exact same six-speed as was in that GT350. Yes. So get that. That's the parts car. You're done. We like parts cars. We like the cars that, you know, when you, you've got the shopping list. Ooh, barely. Barely. Ah, suck it, everybody. <laughs> we like parts cars that, you know, the engineers kind of went shopping. Mm-hmm. The design is pretty much the same. It's a lot of trim. You get this, the rockers, the spoilers, the front diffuser from the GT 500. You get if you have the handling package, you get the gurney flap on the back and the trim package. You get orange, mm. a subtle orange that orange is reflective. And it is reflective, and which this is gray cool. fighter fighter gray it's is cool. <laughs> only available on the Mach One yeah. fighter plane gray. Yeah. Look, it's cool, and the badge kind of harkens back to, of course, the history. Absolutely, but that's just it. You know, we're talking about. 1969 through the mid-70s, when you can order a Mustang in hundreds of different ways. Yes. Which yes. was pretty cool. And that's mm-hmm. a lot of the reason people bought Mustangs. They like to spec those out. This is a lot more limited. Mustangs in general. Car building and just the business of making cars has changed dramatically. But, you know, I get it. I, I like that they brought this back. But uh, I, I want this car to be pushed more. Because I get in and I think, What changed? Interior, same, same style, same, it's, same, same, same. The sixty grand is the hard part about this, even though I can't deny that it's cool and it sounds great and it's fun to drive. Yeah. Yeah, it is. You need to drive it. I do. At some point, you're going to want to change things on your car, and instead of just thinking about go-fast parts, what about stop-fast parts? Brakes are an essential part of your vehicle's maintenance, but why not just upgrade? You can improve your vehicle into a stopping powerhouse with the PowerStop brake upgrade kit. It includes carbon ceramic brake pads, drilled and slotted rotors, and all the stainless steel hardware you need to complete your upgrade. It's all the little fiddly parts that I always lose. They're included too. PowerStop is on a mission to provide complete and affordable brake upgrade kits for every vehicle on the road today, whether you're towing, whether you're doing off-roading, track days, including brand new vehicles like our Toyota GR86. Take care of your brakes by heading to PowerStop.com. You can enter your vehicle's information in their easy-to-use brake finder, and that matches you with the right brake upgrade kit for your vehicle. <laughs> this has modes. Oh, you the activate modes. them mm-hmm. right down here with the toggle switches that only move one direction. Those are annoying. It's you really, can't really push annoying. down. A toggle switch should be up to go on. Down to Especially go on. when they look like that. And when it only goes yes. one direction and you have a menu of multiple things, yes. it's like the old TV checker where it's like, I gotta go back around the horn. <laughs> you know, you gotta keep you going got to go back until you get back around to the numbers you want. And it also isn't like a light touch, it's like a chunk <laughs> wait for the thing to respond. Which is very ch-chunk. mustangy. If you wanna change anything, if you wanna change your steering, which you wanna change, you, you do. When you first start out, you flip a switch, it just brings up the mode that you're currently in. It doesn't mm-hmm. change anything, so you gotta do it twice. Before it goes away oh. Well, Yeah, because then If you wait too long And you hit it again it, then it just shows you Your mode again Yes So you got to Have it show you your mode Then start changing modes But don't stop to wonder If that's the mode you want Because then it'll think yeah. It's the one you want You hit it again it's going to come oh. not, as, not as well thought <laughs> through On that one yes. So we're in Sport Plus mode Back to Sport So that's the only way You can use the paddles It doesn't actually shift Down here And then we're away Let's go uh, Use some fuel Not going to have like to Try very hard I don't care how many Gears you have that sound is glorious. It does sound great. I will Come admit, on. that is great. That's the biggest thing why people buy cars. That's why internal combustion engines will still be sold, because people want that noise. Fakery is fakery. Yeah, the composure of this car, I really love the adaptive suspension. Mm-hmm. The dampers really overcome the weight of this car, and it doesn't do what you think a 3,700-pound car 3, do. 3,900 pounds. All right. But nevertheless... Heavy. back it off. We're not on a racetrack. It does have track mode. Yes, it does. But we're not on a racetrack. And then it changes the gauges Uh again. Now, the gauge changes. Very. It's really cool. The gauge changes depending on your mode. Mm -hmm. And that can be really cool. It changes the way your RPMs are shown. And I actually really like what they've done with that. So here's how this drives. And that is, I think, with a pretty impressive natural feel. Yep. You feel the undulations of the road. You're not feeling the road itself through the steering wheel. But you do feel the composure of the car, and despite its electric power steering, you're getting that tracking. You're getting that composure on the road, Mm -hmm. which is pretty impressive. I think it tells you under load, it tells you which wheel's under load, which a lot of the electric steering racks don't do that. I agree. It's sort of like we all think, as enthusiasts, that just because it says electric assist means it's all the same. Yeah. And it won't ever change. Manufacturers won't ever improve upon it. Yeah. It's not the case. And that is being proven here. You can hustle this car. Well, it's got enough power that if you start to get a little bit of understeer, you can put your foot in it more and you can rotate yeah. the back end. I mean, it definitely obeys what you're doing. And it requires a little bit of skill, but it rewards that. Yeah. All right. I'm being sold more and more because this is the balance between just cruising. You can road trip in it. Anybody in the back seat is going to try to kill you. They're going to hate you the minute you close the seats on them, yep. If you take this on a road trip and then you can go tracking with it, you can justify ownership of this car. Yeah. So the seating position is decent. I want to be lower in the car, though. I keep Mm. pushing down on the power seat here. Yeah, And I feel like the seats are a bit too squishy for the performance of this car. I feel like Mm. it needed an upgrade for these, to be honest. yeah. These are just a little too soft. They don't quite hang on to you for what the car is capable of. With so many special edition versions of the Mustang, could they not have extended the seat contract through this car? I mean, (laughs) they're doing parts car anyway. Let's just do it. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. So, little things, you know, I realize they didn't call and say, guys. (laughs) They never call. What's the... They never call. (laughs) They never call. We put out our number. They never call. The issue is, if we're doing the parts car and we're doing and picking and choosing various things that make it just right. I'm fine with leaving the power where it is, but Mm. how about all the other little tasty bits? Mm. Justify that 60 grand. Yeah, see that adaptive suspension lets you trail brake pretty nice Mm -hmm. through corners. Then you can just roll out of it. Alright. That's full throttle. I like coming up on a, a sign that says Icy. Oh, that's fast bombing your way toward a sign that says Icy. Sure, what could go wrong? I just Just wanted wanted the day at the office (laughs) right there, yeah. (laughs) I just wanted heat in the brakes. That's all I wanted. I understand. That's pretty impressive, though. Yes. That moves. I am consistently surprised by how aggressive the downshifts are, whether you do it and tell it when you want it, or it does it for itself. It's a very aggressive downshift. And then the upshift has tended to be like, I'm pondering with the dragon now. Yeah, well, after it waits a while, it does have rev matching applied to an automatic transmission, Mm -hmm. which seems very strange to me I, I say program the automatic transmission better don't add <laughs> features because <laughs> but because it's loud in here and it sounds good I think if you drive this without thinking you're going to always shift at about 2,000 2,500 rpm yeah, and, and find to yourself torque. in 10th and you're going to get marginally better gas mileage if yeah. you have the six-speed manual and the six-speed manual is going to actually connect you with what this car is already doing and you're going to like it even more and I actually don't think that it's don't have an automatic. I think it's legitimately the fact that we're talking about ten gears. I bet you if sure. this was a six or seven-speed auto, I'd like it better. But it's, it's just, differently. It's working its way up toward massively overdriven gears. Yeah, and I just don't like the interaction. I still say just make it manual only. I, make so make it the limited it edition comes with some sort of like why not ID card? Congrats, that you can drive club. stick. You're in the <laughs> club now. Yeah, yeah. partner with. You know, save the manuals or something. There you go. There you go. And make it, you know, the foundations car. We only make it in manual. There you go. Hey, look, you're giving Ford gold here. I am. Another special edition is coming <laughs> the, the Mustang Foundations Edition, yes. only available in manual. That's what they like. As soon it's, as they stop selling the Mach 1, it's the digits. new foundations it's, edition. Does that mean there's going to be a lot of special editions for the Mach E? Of course. Oh, of course.